0: Hey, welcome back to Something About Astrology. I'm your host, or one of your hosts, Chris Dotson.
1: And I'm Elmy.
0: I'm a Sagittarius, Gemini moon, Capricorn rising. Almy is a Scorpio, Gemini rising, Pisces moon. So congratulations to those of you who are still with us, who have <laughs> made it through this part of this Mercury retrograde. And not only a Mercury retrograde, but a Mercury retrograde in Pisces. We are talking about the Mother of all Mercury retrogrades. If you can survive this one, you can survive basically anything because Mercury and Pisces already makes confusion a little bit muddled and, and difficult. And then when it's in retrograde on top of that, I don't know how any of us are able to communicate. And it's been like this for the past couple of weeks. Emily?
1: Yes, I agree. I wasn't ever the sort of person who would give any sort of credence to a phrase like Mercury in retrograde. But it's hard to not attribute the regular mishaps in terms of internet connections, communications, cell phones, everything failing. It's just at this point easier to say this is mercury retrograde and just try and get through it.
0: Yeah, so to those of you out there who have not lost your shit, congratulations, you're doing great. And for those of you who have lost your shit, it's completely understandable. And it's going to be okay because on Monday, March 9th, guess what? Mercury goes direct. That means it's no longer in retrograde communications. will start picking up again. Things will be going a little bit more smoothly. Um, But again, just because on Monday, March 9th, Mercury goes direct doesn't mean it's already back up to speed. It needs to kind of build back up. And it's going to be going through what's called its storm. Um, so really, not until March 20th, March 20th, it's a Friday. That's when Mercury leaves its storm, and that's when things should get back to normal, because as we know, when Mercury is not in retrograde, nothing bad ever happens.
1: Huh,
0: ha. ha. huh. But as we continue through Pisces, uh, another Pisces, because it happens every year, and and again, I love. Pisces. I love Pisces. We Don't love get me a wrong. good Pisces. It's just difficult to get things done. And I think one of the ultimate Pisces lessons, and hopefully as we pass through Pisces again this year, is that listen, we are not perfect. Human beings are not perfect. We do the best we can. We do what it is we think we're supposed to be doing, and we do it to the best of our abilities, but we're not perfect. So give yourself a break. Um, take it easy on yourself. Uh, Piscean energy is prone to slipping up, uh, making mistakes, accidents, that kind of stuff. Um, But it's okay because, again, at the end of the day, it's a reminder that we are human beings, not necessarily human doings. Oh. Um, That said, uh, speaking of doing, no sign likes to do things more than... Virgo. Oh, and yeah. on Monday, March 9th, we have a full moon. And the full moon, the moon on Monday, uh March 9th will be in Virgo. Uh Virgo will be fighting back big time against this Piscean chaos. Virgo's like, "Listen, we need structure, we need order, we need to streamline things. Pisces, you live in your dreamlike state, you're creative, uh you know, you But you don't necessarily, it's not the, again, I come back to this all the time, but it's not the round peg in the round hole or the square peg in the square hole. It's not going to fit. Yeah. So Virgo is going to fight back a little bit on Monday, March 9th. Also, actually, Sunday, March 8th is when it officially goes in to Virgo and and continues into Monday, March 9th. So on those days, um, Sunday and Monday, you know, if during this past, you know, Mercury retrograde and us being in Pisces, if it's been difficult to get things done, uh, Sunday and Monday might actually be your days to uh, where things might make a little bit of sense. Um, so that's the time to be doing things. That's the time to, uh, to get it done. And things might actually fall into place a little bit better than they have uh, recently, that's for sure. Um, what else? I, I like to do a little recap of the past week. So I'm going to look back at uh, Monday, March 2nd. And that was one of the biggest... Uh, American news stories, in my opinion, like in the last 40-plus years. I can't think of a bigger story to come out of the United States other than Spike Lee not being admitted access to the door he usually enters at Madison Square Garden to attend a Knicks game. I don't know if you saw that. Uh. Uh, For the past basically 30 years, Spike Lee has entered Madison Square Garden through the employee entrance to attend Basketball games because he is a, a, in addition to being an accomplished filmmaker, he is a massive New York Knicks fan. And there was video of him uh, being told, for whatever reason, that he could not enter the arena via this particular door that he is so used to going into. And as you might imagine, um, he wasn't happy about it. And he even went on ESPN the next day to vent his frustrations. And on top of that, he said, Guess what? I am no longer going to be attending any New York Knicks basketball games for the remainder of this season. Uh. And ironically, um, that night, that that Monday, um, March 2nd, was also another huge sports story in that the New York Knicks actually won a basketball game. So something about Spike Lee not being admitted into his usual entrance actually worked out in the Knicks' favor. They beat the Houston Rockets, and the Rockets are a very good team. And the the uh, the Knicks are not a good team. They have not been a good team in a long time. And a lot of people blame the owner. And the owner is probably doing something again to mess with Spike Lee. And it's unfortunate because he's a super fan, and you don't like to see Spike Lee not being uh, allowed access yeah. into the, the door that you, he is so used to walking through. You hate to see it. Uh, it's sad. It's sad. But um, it's a wash this season for the Knicks like it has been for the last several years. But eventually they'll win again. Eventually Spike Lee will attend basketball games again. And everything's going to be okay. But again, that's this Mercury retrograde we're going through to give you some idea that things are not going to work out the way you want them to and certain things are used to, especially when I think of Virgo energy. Virgos, in my opinion at least, they seem to like their routines. They have uh, set routines and they like to stick to them. So even though Spike Lee is a Pisces, as we learned on the very first podcast we did, we learned that he actually is a Pisces. um, Some kind of Virgo-Piscean conflict going on there. I'm not sure quite what it was. But again, uh, one of the biggest news stories to come out of America in a long time, and one of the biggest news stories, definitely in March. I can't think of anything else that might be going on right now. Literally nothing. Um, what else? Wednesday, March 5th, for me personally was a tough day. There was a lot of water in the air. We were in Pisces, the moon was in Cancer. I have to admit, I don't do well when the sun is in a water sign. So when the sun is in Pisces, Cancer, Scorpio. I always tend to struggle because I don't have water in my chart. I am largely fire. I'm largely earth. I have a little bit of air, but I have no water. What does that mean? It means I have no feelings. Mm. It means I'm incapable of feeling much of anything. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden when you have all this water in the air, I don't know what to do because it's it's full-on chaos from my perspective. Um, all of a sudden you're supposed to like be feeling things and sensing things. And it's, it's incredibly inconvenient for a guy who's Capricorn rising, has Venus in Capricorn, has Mercury in Capricorn. My God, um, mm-hmm. I can't get anything done. It's just bizarre, but we will eventually be leaving Pisces on, I think it's March, it's usually around March 20th or thereabouts. Oh, don't tell me it's sticking around that long. Um... Okay, March 19th. March 19th, mark it on your calendar. We're going into Aries. Then we're going to feel good again. Um, Not that we didn't feel good in Pisces. And if you are a Pisces and if you're digging this energy, more power to you. I mean, soak it up. This is your time to shine. Uh, It's great. And again, Pisces are some of the nicest people I've ever met in my life. They're generally open minded, they're forgiving, they're friendly, they're fun to be around. Uh, they're spontaneous. They're in the moment. Mm. Um, but again, it's just kind of this, it's just tough to get things done. Um, so anyway, that's, that's my little rant for now. Um, staying in the water sign realm, I'm going to go right into the Ask a Scorpio portion of our podcast. Oh boy. Uh, with me, my co-host, Elmi. She is a Scorpio. October 24th, so she's a Libra Scorpio cusp. But very Scorpio when she wants to be. And, <laughs> Almy, my question for you as a Scorpio. yes. yes. And again, the name Elmi is very unique. It's spelled A-L-M-I-E. Not a lot of people have that name. I right. don't know if anyone has that name. But you do. And when you go to Starbucks and when a barista misspells your name on your coffee cup, how does that make you feel?
1: Makes me feel unseen, Chris, and unlistened to.
0: And how do you normally respond to that?
1: Oh, it's just tears. It ruins the whole day. No, seriously. Okay, wait, let me just say, I don't care. However, because I know my name is weird and annoying, I will spell it for them so that they understand what I'm saying. Because oftentimes when I say my name, most people think I'm mispronouncing Amy or Abby. So I'll say Almy, and then I'll say A-L-M-I-E. So if after that they still spell it wrong, I mean, I just don't even know what to believe
0: in anymore. So, like I thought, like when you go to Starbucks to misspell your name, like, oh, no big deal. I got my coffee. Get on with my life. Right. You don't think about it anymore.
1: No, I'm very chill about it. I never even thought about it ever. Mm -hmm.
0: Right. Okay. So, um, just to reiterate what's going on right now, just generally with the planets, we are experiencing some very slow energy right now. Things are very slow. Um, I really want to reiterate that Piscean energy is not fast. Uh, Mars is in Capricorn. Oh my God, Capricorn's the goat. Capricorn's (laughs) about slowing down, checking the details, double checking, checking again, being incredibly cautious before we go forward, make sure everything is in place. So if you're feeling a little stressed out that just things feel a little flat out there at the moment, it's because they do, but it's not going to last. So hang in there right now again with Mercury Retrograde. As we know, it's all about going back, checking the details, certain things might come up from the past where you can, come at it from more of a position of power, certain things that are, are going to be reevaluated, and maybe you're coming at it now from a different perspective and a more intelligent perspective, and maybe you can straighten out certain things before we move forward. So there always is a reason, I guess, for this energy, even if it feels kind of flat, kind of slow, it's because we're supposed to go back, we're supposed to like fine-tune certain things, and then eventually we'll be moving forward again, especially when the sun goes into Aries. Um, and then just kind of coming up, I might talk about this more next podcast, but on March 21st, that is a Saturday. March 21st. Saturn is going to be leaving Capricorn and it's going to move into Aquarius. That's good if you're a Capricorn. Not so good necessarily if you're an Aquarius. Uh, but for those Capricorns out there, especially if you're a Capricorn, if you're Capricorn rising, if you have a Capricorn moon, if things have basically sucked for like the last two or three years, I feel that Saturn and Capricorn has played a large role in that. And it's finally going to be getting out of your sign. It's going to move into Aquarius. And now Saturn's going to mess with Aquarians for a few years. Great. Uh, me personally, before Saturn was in Capricorn, it was in Sagittarius. I'm a Sagittarius, so you know, I'm I, Sagittarius Sun, uh, Mars in Sagittarius, and then and and that was kind of wreaking havoc in my life because Saturn Saturn is the planet when it's going through your chart in a way that's influencing you specifically. It's gonna take things away from you. It's gonna eliminate things that no longer serve you, and a lot of this stuff is gonna happen. And it seems like it's kind of out of your control it's just kind of happening and you don't know what the heck is going on because you're doing things normally you feel good about yourself but there's all this stuff around you that's no longer clicking like it used to and it's one of those things they always say saturn hurts as it heals so eventually ultimately it's going to put you in a better place but again we as human beings hmm, we, we prefer to avoid suffering at all costs I think that's a large part, part of life is to avoid suffering. Oh yeah. Um, but sometimes when Saturn's messing with you specifically, it's, it's a little tough to resist. So anyway, I kind of rambled there a little bit. But um, if you're a Capricorn, if you've been going through extra difficult times, because Saturn does rule Capricorn. Saturn does always have an influence on Capricorn. And that's why Capricorns, to a certain extent, uh, we have sort of a, I say we, me as a Capricorn rising, but we kind of have a rise sense of humor because we can be a little cynical because there's always that sort of, we see the reality of life in the world and and where we're going. And it's not necessarily always the best place because death is the eventual end. Um, and I don't want to end this podcast talking about death, but I guess I'm saying... That we're in Pisces still right now. In Pisces, you just kind of just enjoy the moment and just kind of like not deal with reality. It's okay to escape. It's okay to like just have fun. Um, so let's focus on that. And Elmy, uh, do you want to take us out here? Live from New York. It's Saturday night. Thank you, thanks, Almy. We love you. No, this has been
1: something about astrology with Chris and Almy. Thanks for listening. We really appreciate you guys, and hang in there. It's going to be a good one.
0: Yeah, and if you do go to Starbucks this week, tell them that you listen to the Something About Astrology podcast, and that you're supposed to get fifty cents off. They will know exactly what you're talking about. So get your fifty cents off. Just
1: use my name.